What is going on, FTI community? It is the K-A-P-A-A-M-A-T-T, and welcome back to yet another session of the In Your Studio podcast, and currently on a four streak. I am joined by Will. How are you doing today? I am doing fantastic. How are you doing, Matt? I am doing pretty fucking good. I have lost my last two days to the new Mario and Rabbids game that came out last October. Uh, I want to tell you, I thought I was going to play play Breath of the Wild. And then from Breath of the Wild, I played a little bit of Mario Odyssey. And then from Mario Odyssey, I tried playing Ocarina of Time. And then from Ocarina of Time, I went to Mario and Rabbids. And I have not seen the daylight since. But I knew we had a podcast coming up this Friday. So I decided to get in the chair record this little cold open with you because will today is a very very special day in the community you are correct it sure is today is a extremely important day to everyone in the community i mean like a lot of people have been kind of getting excited for this day it's been pretty pretty important um so today is actually grayson's birthday <laughs> grayson is one hell of a narrator he is one half of the good morning fti community crew there um basically with uh Artie there um anyway just want to wish a happy birthday to Grayson happy birthday Grayson we have been building up to this moment for the last little while and we just had to dedicate a podcast in your honor but also there's something smaller going down in the community I'm not sure if anybody's really heard of it today is FTI's third anniversary and what better way to celebrate than with the original voice of FTI enigmatic entity if you don't know entity which you probably do at this point if you're part of the community. He is the voice of the FTI newsletter. He is a content creator. Sometimes he puts a blue bowl on his head and cosplays as Artie. But most importantly, he is one of my best friends. And in this conversation, we discuss Entity's introduction to FTI, how he's narrated over 100 newsletters, the friends he's met through FTI, such as Will, such as Artie, his favorite content creators, such as Will, <laughs> studying radio broadcasting, <laughs> and so much more. But Speaking of FDI, we asked the FDI community to let us know what has been some of their memorable moments since joining the community. Will, what do you got for us? We have quite a few. Uh, first one I got here is actually from Mega Matt himself. Uh, he tweeted to us um, it's a, that it is a tie between the Sizzling Summer Series and the In Your Studio podcast, if that counts as one, he says. Definitely does. Uh, Sizzling Summer, for, what, for, for it being my first project with FTI. Um, as well as semi-hosting in it. Um, he loved the Initiated Podcast because he gets to hear content from all the other people's perspective there. And with that being said, uh, it's actually pretty awesome that if people went and checked out Mega Mets in your studio podcast, we actually talked all about the Sizzling Summer series. Uh, more so, we talked about mm -hmm. Mega Mets introduction into FTI. So for uh, the Sizzling Summer series to be something that like he holds on a pedestal as uh, like one of his core moments of being part of the community, just up over a year right now. That's fucking awesome. Who else is, uh, what else do we got? We got a few more there. Uh, one from Wednesday. Uh, I replied saying, honestly, love seeing the good morning videos from their, his fellow FTI peers, beautiful faces there. Um, just kind of seeing everyone announce good morning there. It's always fun. With that little, uh, with the little emoji face there. I, uh, it was on <laughs> Instagram story earlier this week. Uh, we also have, Actually, this is a little bit of lore for the FTI community. We have almost the original co-host of the In Your Studio podcast, Dalton J. Hunt. He said all of the original series. He enjoys them all. It helps creators feel it in home at in the community. Uh, it is actually pretty damn cool 
because Dalton doubles as one of my greatest friends of all time in real life. He has been here through FTI and the projects that we started beforehand. So for uh, everything to stand out to him, that's pretty fucking awesome. And then we also have Yaren. Uh, Yaren is a very, very, very early day FTI community member. And she says the moment she saw her name in the logo of the third year anniversary, which I feel like that's the least we could do because Yaren has been supporting us from day one. So I love that as well. Uh, what else do we have here? We have Donald. And I want to tell you that Donald is an encyclopedia when it comes to movies. Uh, the conversations that we have here or there, he enjoys his movies so much. Uh, late last year, we were talking about the Wally Criterion. And I was like, I've never owned a Criterion, but I can't wait for the Wally one. And he's like, You got to get it. You got to get it. You got to get it. <laughs> so uh, that's really awesome. He said, uh, getting to discover all the amazing creators that have fallen under the radar. And uh, I'm still waiting to see Donald's face open up a good morning. I know it'd make Wednesday's day. Uh, we also have Geek. And if you don't know Geek, Geek is one hell of a content creator. Another guy that doubles as one of my closest friends. He said participating in and seeing the Sizzling Summer Series last year was incredible. You can see him making the Geeking Out burgers, which was actually Young Phil's favorite burger or favorite food from that whole series. Uh, there are so many more that we have here. I'm very happy that FDI has made it to the three-year mark with many years in the future. But what I also want to mention is FDI's three-year merchandise is now available on the FDI Merchandise Hub. This reimagined FDI emblem was designed by Timmy Toucan. And as Yaren said, it features a variety of FDI community members on it, such as Wednesday, such as Nintendo, such as Bracius, such as Megamat, Joe Ash, Entity, Timmy Toucan, Will, Artie, Grayson, Emerson Corleone, Danielle, myself, and so much more. This and so much more is available in the Merch Hub. You can find the link located in the description of this podcast or in our social hub bios. Plus, Will, guess what? 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 If you use the code FTI 3 year, guess how much you get? I'm going to take a random guess, shot in the dark, 15%. 15% off your order, man. It is crazy. Uh, and uh, uh, unlike our past designs on our old merch hub where they were limited time, this will be around as long as the FTI merch hub is around. So make sure to go get your beanies, go get your hoodies, go get your t-shirts, go get your stickers. It's all available. And one more time, 15% off by using the code FTI 3 year. And one last thing before we jump into the podcast here with Entity, I just wanted to let the community know that Shoopstermentals Volume 4 is now streaming. Shoop's latest offering comes packed with 17. Well, guess how many? 17? 17. Transcending oh. beats that are so groovy and perfect to throw on in the background of any atmosphere. Shoop is an FTI original and his music and his presence can be found throughout FTI's three years. He gave us so many theme songs for the Persona Rumble, for the Flourishing Season, for the Orbit season, there's been so many projects that Shoop's been a part of. And you can stream the Shoop's Rentals Volume 4 and his entire discography wherever you get your music. Now, let's not waste any more time. I gotta go grab some water. FTI community, let's head into Animatic Entities Studio. Ian Medicity, welcome you to the sixth edition of the FTI In Your Studio podcast. And of course, I can't do it alone. So joining me today is Cap, Matt, and Will. How you guys going? I am doing pretty damn good myself. As always, thank you for having us. Wait, wait a minute. This is mine and Will's podcast. Why, why are you introducing it? How you doing, Will? I'm doing great. Kind of confused how we got here, but yeah, I'm doing great. 
I uh, I think we're here to celebrate FTI's third anniversary, and as you can tell, this week's guest is none other than the original voice of FTI, a man you can find introducing you to every edition of the FTI newsletter, the man who goes above and beyond for everyone in the FTI community. FTI community, we are joined by Enigmatic Entity. More importantly, how are you doing today? I'm doing quite well. As of recording, I am patiently waiting for my FTI crew neck to arrive. Third year anniversary logo. Thank you to our lovely artist Timmy is oh he's great the design for the third year logo I uh I really 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 love what Timmy was able to do with this design if there was if this was a video podcast you would see it on me right now oh essentially what Timmy has done is he's taken everything about FTI put it on a logo with FTI community members being made of the logo and it is too sweet but before we talk about the third anniversary Let's go back all the way to Entity's roots of Jordan, the FTI, dating back to the 33rd edition of the FTI newsletter, when you first introduced the FTI community to that newsletter, and now fast forwarding to the present day, where you've narrated over 100 newsletters and counting the love that you have for the FTI community, but also the love they have for you is indescribable, but taking it to the man behind the voice, who is Enigmatic Entity? Uh, At the moment, I'm a student. It's a thing I wasn't doing when we first started. I was just working out of high school. I didn't want to continue studying, so I just worked for the last five odd years and starting last year and continuing this year and for the next couple of years, I'm doing radio broadcasting. So, And I'm a guy who's overly obsessed with wrestling. And that is actually how we met. But before I say that, it is no surprise at all that what you're studying is what's involving your voice because your voice is so captivating you know that i love your voice you know that the fti community loves your voice so to be kind of following suit in a career path that you'll be able to present your voice everywhere man that is fantastic but going off that wrestling point the relationship between you and fti and you and myself actually goes way back i would say so much further back to the, about the middle of 2018, when I kind of joined Ben's ATWE E Federation on Twitch, you and Ben were providing the commentary on the wrestling matches. And then when I knew, I just had to reach out and ask you, hey, I run a newsletter. Would you like to be the voice? I was just like, will you actually do it? Will this be a one-off? But you've been there each and every week. You've been there so consistently. Did you think your relationship with FTI would evolve into what it's been today? Or and like, what did you think the FTI newsletter would turn into? be honest, when you first reached out, I was the most confused because I knew that FDI had been like sponsoring the events in Atue, as I refer to it, ATWE. Because FDI logo was plastered over all of the arenas for ATWE and still is to this day. Royal Rumble is going to be happening sometime in the future, nearish for ATWE. It's been a couple of years in work, but FTI is a f- being offered to do the voice, I was like, really? My voice? Is like, okay, sure. Like, I do the silly wrestling recording and commentary, but it's because I like wrestling, and you think I'll be the voice for your trusty little baby and help it grow? I'd be on it. That, that's why I see this. I was like, oh my god, someone wants me to do something. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> and with that... Um, what I really liked about like our beginning like conversations, it was like honestly like we connected off the bat. Uh, taking it way back to I don't know I might jog your memory here. We used to only talk through Twitter. We didn't hop in mm-hmm. Discord voice channels. We didn't do anything other than Twitter DMs. Like, hey, 
here's a newsletter. You're like, hey, here's an audio recording. It's honestly still like that to this day. But knowing we, we've been able to go from an e-wrestling federation to Twitter DMs about newsletters to kind of building FTI together since, honestly, the jump, I am forever grateful for you. You know that. You know I will send you a million hearts. I will send you as many hearts as Discord allows me to. I fucking love you. You're going to hear that a lot during this conversation. But I just really, really wanted to thank you before everything for absolutely everything you have done for not only me, but for FTI. But I really want to kind of continue the conversation about you joining the community as well. Uh, did you kind of see uh, when you joined the community, you would kind of discover these artists? Like, would you like, or did you, the uh, words, oh my God, I can't talk. When you were talking about these artists from the beginning, did you ever think you were going to get like so involved with what they do, even to kind of consider them like close friends today? Uh, to be honest, I was a bit intimidated when I first was looking through FTI's Instagram because he had just had a skateboard design unveiling before the 33rd edition went live and it featured the FTI logo. So I was intimidated just by, oh my God, they've got real merch, they're pushing out stuff, they're giving supplies to creators and people who have very creative, very talented, I believe Emerson for on 35mm EP that was on the first newsletter I was the voice of and it's such a polished EP and he put so much effort into it and I was intimidated because oh my they are trusting me to be what helps sell what they've put so much hard work and love and passion into and the fact that they were willing to trust me to do that the fact that I've gone so many friends through FTI community somewhat shocking because they're so talented and, and are great at building communities and working with others and just general ethos of the FTI community as far as I believe is that we're here to help each other out we're here to lift each other up and expand on the skills that everyone has and network and grow together and I'm very lucky that I get to be a part of it we uh, were very lucky to have you be a part of it specifically me if I can say that for a moment and I kind of just like realized like edition 154 edition 153 you necessarily put a spin on every article that is presented to you. And what that says to me is you actually check them out. So to kind of piggyback on what you said about Emerson, just like your little My Favorite Corner since when we're talking about Emerson in the newsletters because of Emerson's music corner, I really feel like you have so much love for not only like FTI, but like community members that you can tell it's a passion instead of a, who am I talking about this week? I feel like it'd be a disservice to their arts that they led into FTI that if I was not giving it my all because they put so much hard effort into creatively expressing themselves and then they go through the rigmarole and jump through the hoops of getting in contact with the FTI and networking and just con making not touching base with you to figure out how they would like to be presented. It'd be a bit of a dropped ball on my court if I was the one to show up and just go, okay, this person made a thing, let's just not care about it and say, go look at the thing. It might be good, I haven't checked it out, but it might. That, that's not the way to do things. No, I agree with that. Yeah, 100%. And uh, it seems like basically you've been with FDI pretty much since the fairly 
close to the beginning there. Um, kind of throughout the entire experience with uh, with it going like through all these all these newsletters you've kind of gone through and done. Um, what happens to be like your favorite moments from the project? Um, like the entire like entire three years, basically you've been doing it. What do what do you think? Like I know it's a hard question to ask. Like what's your favorite like ever? But like I don't know, maybe just one of your your favorite. It is the like big projects different different favorites have got to be the persona rumbles that's <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 like the non-wrestling fans and the fti community i apologize to you but it's definitely the favorite parts where my introduction to the fti community was because matt knew of me through mm-hmm. a wrestling video game appreciation type thing where we mm-hmm. did similar things to persona rumble but even more and all of the time so be thankful i haven't <laughs> my hands off the community account and just going here's wrestling 24 <laughs> 7 but yeah it the amount of participation and just enjoyment of it has been a very rewarding experience because the amount of time it takes to set up the rumbles and recording rumbles the first rumble we was it four or was it five recordings we had to do we uh we uh we're kind of uh showing behind the curtains here. Uh, shout shout out shout out the first FTI World Champion Eero, but uh that rumble definitely had about three to four different outcomes before we had a finalized product. But it was definitely four or five, yeah. I think the other big thing that I've just enjoyed you mentioned it before, Matt, was Emerson Corleone corner gags. <laughs> like every time Emerson comes up in the newsletter, I will make the joke the host of my favorite corner since. And I'll list a random corner from somewhere in the world. And I think I've done it 20 times at least now. Because I was keeping a little track when I watched through all of the 150, well, the first 150 newsletters. That was a good five and a half hours of binging FDI content and just getting hit with waves of nostalgia galore. Uh, you and I would, yeah, no, uh, sorry, not you and I, but like I would like pop in on Twitch on my phone. And it would be like entities on like newsletter like fifty four, and then I would continue to go. And entities on like newsletter seventy three. And there's there were so many times where I was like, dude, I forgot that this person was a part of the community, not in a mean way or anything. We just literally haven't communicated since uh, they were featured in that newsletter. So to know like we have honestly covered so many creators over time. An entity has been passionate about the first person he's talked to. To the most recent person he's talked to, which at this time of recording was Kiero Tacos. Um, it's fucking honestly incredible. We've been through every season together. We've we've been on so many Discord calls. Uh, I want to get into this a little bit later, but I want to kind of talk about it now. Entity has pulled me out of so many in your head situations. Uh, the one I think of most, the one I honestly think of most, is last summer. It was the midst of the sizzling summer series. And I literally said to Entity, I said, I'm not having fun anymore. Like, what am I, like, what am I doing? What should we do? I think this was around the same time that uh, we were kind of, like, not getting used to the idea of reels. Because I always preferred things to be, like, presentations. Like a YouTube video. Like, newsletters were always horizontal. But you could no longer turn your phone to make them horizontal to watch a newsletter. And I said, nah, reels is going to kill. Reels is going to kill FDI, like. I don't want to give my information in a minute and 20, let alone fast, fast forward to the future. Everything's under two minutes. Um, but there was so many conversations with Entity and like Josie and Artie and Frank, and I'm sure I'm missing people. But the one that always stuck out to me the most was the conversations with Entity 
because not only did he refund me a PayPal transaction that I tried to send him twice, he also made sure that we continue to be there for every single person. And he never once said, okay, that's a wrap. Let's just go play 2K. He was like, no, we have something special here and we're doing something fucking amazing. So yeah, I, uh, I forget what the beginning of that was, but that was something I really wanted to mention because it felt right at the moment. Um, with your other favorite moments and such, besides the FTI newsletter and the projects that you've talked about, has there been any other moments that like stood like stand out to you, if that makes sense? Like, has there been like anything over the last three years where you said, yes, this is something I'm going to remember forever? Uh, certainly. I bawling my eyes out on a Monday morning before I was going into course because I woke up to a two year anniversary of Entity doing voiceovers video and I've still got it saved on my desktop on my computer because that's just a dose of just happiness and it was amazing seeing so many people were willing to lend a couple minutes to say happy anniversary and so many of them were giving heartfelt thanks and it, you forget how many people we feature have featured over the last three years 154 as of recording 155 by the time you're hearing this newsletters have gone out and i'm sure we have a lot of recurring guests and features but i'd say every month we have 15 at least unique people and i agree we've been going for three years yeah. so 36 months 15 people a month we've probably featured hundreds of people if you sat down and counted each individual one and just being so bluntly reminded of how many people that we've had the privilege of featuring is it was bring me to happy tears. I'm not. It was very happy tears, of course, but I was just bawling my eyes out on a Monday morning because it was Monday for me. It was Sunday for everyone else, basically when it went live. But I woke up to that lovely little surprise for my two year anniversary with FTI, and it touched me. Oh yeah. I uh, that video specifically, I want to tell you, and I really hope I don't upset anybody when I say this. That was the easiest video ever like everybody who i thought like would like uh would be a part of that video everybody had pitched it to i had it in like the inbox by like the evening of every day that they were pitched there was nobody I ever had to like double remind because you are so special and like people hold you in such a high light which is well deserved because you are just incredible so that video specifically I had so much fun putting it together and hearing like Eero, uh, Artie, Ben, uh, fucking Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy literally broke it down <sighs> second by second. Like he's like he's like it's been da 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 days, da 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 minutes, da 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 seconds. And I was like, holy shit, no way! Like I didn't even know that. I could tell you the newsletter. I could tell you the minutes since that. Uh, so I kind of guess this next question is a no brainer. Uh, what is it about celebrating creators that you enjoy doing? each and every week well i'm the big fascination i have with wrestling is one that i've with that shares two ftis i love a story a good story creating a narrative and being able to see creativity expressed even if it's something as silly as my corner gags for emerson's features it's Here's a little bit of a story that we can tell that is a recurring theme throughout all of the newsletters that feature him from a certain point onwards. Now I can apply similar things to every single artist that we have featured. 
on our newsletters is what's this person about? What makes them special? Because every single person we're featured in our newsletters are special. They're creative, they're passionate, they've drive, they have people that enjoy their arts, whether it be Twitch streaming, one of probably my better friends at this point, Artie, she was my first met her through FTI and through newsletters and just popping into a chat one day and just hanging out. Popping a ball in his head. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I must apologize to Mystic Desire 89 because she's the only person who's gotten the Twitch clip of me with a blue bowl on my head impersonating Artie to show up on her Twitch shout outs. Because a quite common thing on Twitch is you shout out someone and then it'll play one of their clips. The only person who has suffered seeing me in a blue bowl pretending to be Artie when Artie's been shouted out in the channel was Mystic, and it's happened to her twice now. Oh, no way! Yeah. The first time she didn't even know what my face was and it was barely acquainted with my voice, so it was just confused and scared. Good lord. In um, terms of um, kind of like how you've been, you've been, like you said yourself, it's going to be 155 sessions by the time this gets released, and with everyone that you've kind of... Um, like featured we've like featured every week and everyone that everything that you've narrated it's been 155 different sessions um well of totally but almost every single one you've narrated it's quite a bit to go through right and not to try to bring it down but like everyone kind of gets to a point um everyone myself included where you kind of hit uh hit a point where it's like you start to get a bit burnt out if has that ever happened to you where you've had, kind of felt that feeling and like does that if so like how do you avoid like that feeling of going because you're kind of always up to go always up to get going and always up to help out and get work in there uh, the biggest stage of burnout i had in relation to fti wasn't fti's fault it was mm. something that happened last year uh matt ended up having Hardy and a few others cover a couple of newsletters to give me a few weeks off mm-hmm. during this was my old man and I were at an obstacle course with our niece and he is hmm, I'd say five five height wise mm-hmm. he's old he was on a obstacle course he was on a wall it's about two meters up so about six foot he hops down lands left leg first by like a second and all of his weight comes onto his left leg and shatters his leg below the knee. Once, so he was in hospital for a good three weeks. Then when he came home, he was wheelchair bound. And there was the nightly roster of, because he needs someone to wheel him safely to the bathroom at the opposite end of the house in the middle of the night. I was lucky if I was getting four hours sleep every night for a good two month period. And, about halfway through there, I completely burnt out. I was very, very negative place mentally, and Matt knew. He could tell when we were in Discord calls that I was flagging, and without even asking if I wanted to, he... Well, that sounds <laughs> harsher than it is, but he looked out for me, and he organised with Artie and Grayson to cover the newsletter one week, and he told me, I'm going to bench you for a couple weeks so you can try and recover and 
get your energy back because we care about you more than we care about having you for the voice of newsletters and we love you so please get some rest and don't let this be an additional stress in your life and us yeah so having a good support network is my best recommendation for dealing with burnout that is fantastic most people kind of go in and they'll say oh i do this myself i i do this myself this is what i do each day and this helps me like stay focused but like just having people i feel like is something that kind of overlooked a bit of course everyone needs support from time to time from people but don't you don't see it as much everyone's like here's how i take care of the situation so that's really honestly like super fantastic just having that support it's kind of just reflects entirely on what fti does in general so it's honestly really really pleasant to hear i uh i applaud and i uh i cherish our circle so much uh kind of more specifically talking about like the fti crew like uh Artie grayson will entity myself uh just like i applaud us so much i know i missed a few crew members there but i'd be here all night with people i consider a crew uh we always 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 have each other's backs on absolutely everything uh because we know what we do for everybody's important and it's so rare so like if someone had to like say hey i need i need to do this can i do this it's never a can i it's always a Please go take care of yourself because everybody needs that breather at different circumstances, different situations. But to know we've been able to build such like a tight knit crew with Will being like the most recent addition to the crew. It was honestly just a puzzle piece connected because we all share the same personality. We all share the same traits. Uh, we're always looking out for each other and the community. What we do is fucking special. I, uh, I will preach that until the sun comes up and goes down again. Uh, we are very fucking special. Um, and I want to mention with that too, I think something about that timeline that you were just talking about, Grayson himself works such a busy life outside of all this. Like I see Grayson on the bus maybe once or twice a month every so often. And I, he's always like, I'm doing this. I got this going on. I got this going on. And he's exactly like Entity. The voice, na- the voice narration is in the inbox. And I'm like, do you need a second? Like, do you need a week or two off? And he's like, no, nah, that's okay. So then I just like go ask a few other people in the community, like Geek, Megan, Matt, LD. I'm like, hey, uh, Grayson, is this is happening? Uh, let's just actually like see if we can get like a filler in. People like Megan, Matt, LD, and everyone I just mentioned always say, oh, for sure. Like, yeah, just send me the little script because the community and the crew love like intertwine and we always have each other's backs. Uh, so that's very, very, very something i hold very close to my heart um segueing from the online persona of enigmatic entity and fti into i don't want to say your real name because you know i don't like saying your real name talk to <laughs> well, you, you talk. it sounds weird when you say jordan i think hey it is entity it is it is entity uh when you are not in the firefly funhouse you are a man of en- many, many talents and a man with quite the busy schedule as well. Talk to us about your day-to-day life. What's going on on the day-to-day? Um, I mean, presently, the aforementioned niece from the League Break story, she is currently staying at our house for the week. So oh. we were at the beach earlier today. That was a great bit of fun. She is taller than everyone that is in this household. So Whoa. we are 
Yeah. I'm like, how are you taller than all of us? That that don't make sense. That's unfair. You're 14. This, this is not right. But day-to-day life, uh, usually I'm waking up, especially recently at 6.30 in the morning, because I'm not a morning person. I'm very much an evening person. My sleep schedule for 2019 was wake up in two in the afternoon, go to sleep at seven in the morning. Uh. That, yeah, that's not something I can afford to do, of course. So I'm up at 6.30. I will do a little bit of exercise. I won't say I go to gym because that would be a lie. Don't go <laughs> running because that would be a lie. Uh, it's just small bits of exercise, maybe a little bit of yoga because I'm not the most limber person, but it's probably not the worst idea to starve off a bit of later problems in life for not looking after yourself. And then it's obviously feed, shower, usual things that people do. And I will be sat in front of some sort of screen for far too much time and annoying various people from a course. <laughs> if not Matt, I'm very homebody. I will stay at home as much as I can because I'm too lazy to go out and I'm too cheap to go out. And uh, you mentioned earlier that you're in um, <clears throat> that you're in um, in courses currently. Are you and you, are you going into um, a uh, sort sort of radio by chance, like radio voice narration kind of um, course? Uh, I'm on the the only bachelor's program in New Zealand to do radio. It's all, oh. but to do broadcasting in general, it's the only bachelor. So it's okay. Don't dox me, people. You can probably figure out I'm in my first year at that course. And you know, well, look at my Instagram, you can see my name. So you could be creepy stalker people. Don't be creepy stalker people. There's a level of trust. Yeah, there's a level of trust we have with my one Instagram post account. So don't violate the trust. But I got into what is quite a very competitive field to get into. For that course because it used to be you'd already have to have a decent amount of experience doing some work in person in new zealand at a smaller radio station before you would actually be able to get onto this course or you had to have very good recommendations or work in student radio at your high school if you were just coming out of high school but i got very fortunate to actually get in and i can thank the fti newsletter for getting in because hey what's some previous work you've done voice-wise I, I just linked yeah. the account and I was like, yeah, so 90% of these things have my voice. If you don't like yeah. my voice, then you don't have to take me, but here's my voice. Yeah, that's thank you. My next question was going to be like, did awesome. that actually assist you in getting into it? That's actually fantastic. Oh yeah, he was coaching me and keeping my nerves straight. So there was a deadline, I think, of 30th of November last year to mm-hmm. hand in your submissions to apply and I handed mine in on the 30th of November at 11.59pm or something very close to because I was nervous, nervous yeah. as all hell. Like, I feel like an imposter. I know the reputation it takes to get into this course and, oh, can I get in? Let's, let's hope. Uh, yeah. But I did. That's amazing. That's honestly fantastic. I'd love to hear it. Um, and kind of like sticking with that, wh- where does like the love for like voice narration, radio broadcasting come from? I mean, you always see people that kind of want to get into stuff like that. Um, uh, kind of talking about how, where they started, but it's, it's always interesting to kind of delve a bit deeper. I think it's a paradoxical thing with me. Yeah. I hate my voice. I oh. hate having to listen to the recordings to make sure I sound passable before I send them off to Matt. 
but I enjoy talking, which is a bit bit stupid. Is the hate my own okay. voice, in but we'll talk on and on and on, and generally storytelling of for FGI, it's the hey, this person's amazing. Here's a brief snippet into what they're doing and their amazingness. Check it out because I'm loving their stuff. You will too if you're anything like me or if you've got a pair of eyes with our visual artists, if you've got a pair of ears or one ear that's working with our various musicians and et cetera, et cetera. But it's the same thing with doing voiceovers for wrestling was I enjoy commentary for wrestling because hey this is the thing I like there's a story I like I can tell the story and continue the story and it involves me having to talk a bit but that works yay oh yeah I what I love about Entity and what he thinks of his voice is honestly in my head every single time Entity has like his face somewhere and it's very rare mind you Will it's very rare everyone's like huh the voice matches the face or like Huh. I didn't know Entity looked like that. I thought he was his avatar. And I was just like, wait, you, wait, 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 wait. You, 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 you think this lad is walking around with plenty of faces on? And then uh, what's really amazing is the origin story kind of deeper of how I met Entity uh, through ATWE is hilarious because while uh, we were playing oh. 2K, we were playing, like, it's kind of an origin story. Like, we knew each other a little bit, but like, that's when we started to talk and things. Uh, we were playing 2K19. It was April. Uh, no, it was May of 2020. So we just entered that little bit of a freeze in the world. And I was building the arena for Crash Course. And I remember it was Ben, Brandon Boucher, if I'm correct. I think Showtime was there too. You and I. And like I'm listening to this guy talk. And I'm like, I want to hear this guy sell ice to Eskimos. Because this guy, this guy is so fucking presentable with how he speaks i love listening to this guy's voice and then i was just like oh so like you like live down the street from me probably like because ben and i like live in the same country uh so like uh i'm I'm sure this guy lives down the street he's like oh i live in new zealand my friend and i was like what this guy lives in new zealand what do you mean how does this work it must be like the afternoon or early evening every time we hang over atwe uh growing up Uh, in new zealand and it was like 8 a.m. <laughs> quite a lot or 4 a.m. anywhere between at that point in time. And whether it was 4 a.m. or 4 p.m., that man was selling virtual wrestling like it was the biggest championship match in all of ATWE Mania. Uh, but not only is the seasons a 180 from what we Canadians are used to, but with the times won't be drastically different. How do you plan your free time to hang out with the friends online? Like Artie, Eero, Geek, myself, like, how does how does planning that work? Yeah, uh, well, Addy can attest that it's fallen off a bit this year because of course and me being there between nine to five generally. So Monday to Friday for me, I unless I finish early, I'm <laughs> a communication well, incommunicado essentially. There's yeah. no communication for me because I'm bad at communicating at the best of times, let alone when I'm in a classroom. <laughs> And not it. I have the respect for my tutors to not be on my phone when they're trying to teach me. So I'm like, okay, you're teaching me? Sweet. I pay attention. I won't look at my phone because that's just distractions waiting 
and I'll get home and I'll be like, oh, <laughs> people wanted to to hang out in the virtual space online. Oh god, I was unable to see it. My ability to keep time and such is my computer. I've currently got three clocks in the bottom right. One for New Zealand time, one for Central time, one for Eastern time. So I'm That's able to... incredible. Yeah. I mean, 2019, my job was generally night shift, so I could afford to have the go to sleep at 7am, wake up at 1 in the afternoon yeah. sleep schedule. So that afforded me a lot of if you happen to be awake and you lived in North America, I was awake too. Hey. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, kind of sticking with that, do you have any plans to kind of ever, or if you've ever just curious, like the, your experience of like how different it is, um, if you plan or have been out into like North America by chance. And like, I'm just kind of curious if you ever had, have any trips like planned ever, or if you've been and like how it's different. Uh, I'm the only time I've left the current isle. No, I've stayed in New Zealand my entire life, so I've not got a passport, not been international okay. yet. Obviously, there is. If I, I think Chicago was the place we would generally agree on that for getting the most FTI people and ATWE people, because that was my. There's a shit ton of people who Chicago is probably the closest meeting point from bottom mm -hmm. of US to various areas of Canada to get everyone to meet would be the cheapest unless we yeah so yeah, that sense. would probably be number one if not there is a certain city in Ontario which I won't say aloud just in case doxing is an issue but <laughs> please, please don't yep. please 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 don't do this please. Yeah, so there's a certain city that I would love to go to because it's similar size to my own. Actually, it's a bit smaller than the city I live in. Huh. And it's got a very strong group of people who are some of the best friends I've had over the years. Ben, obviously. Matt, obviously. Papa Frank. I I want to meet Frank in person. He seems very oh, huggable. Oh, I'm going to cry. Oh, he is very huggable. I uh, yeah. I want I want to I want to cut you off for a second because I'm gonna I'm gonna make Frank watch this. Frank, you are loved and we miss you. Yes, uh, it, that's one place I'd love to be. Uh, for just pure nerdiness, there's a single citizen town in Monowai, oh, no, in Nebraska called Monowai. It just has a little old lady. It's an old mining town, and because huh. mining. The mine there got shut down. People would slowly move to the big cities, and until one day it was just her and her husband. And sadly, her husband passed, so it's just a little old lady. And it's a tourist town because the novelty of just one lady living in a town by herself. Yeah, that, that just seems peaceful. Wouldn't mind being there. That's super cool. Actually, I had no idea. I gotta look into that. I uh, actually was not aware of that either. Um, going from traveling the world to traveling with the WWE Universe, if you liked that segue right there, when it comes to anything about the male soap opera known as professional wrestling, you are a wrestling encyclopedia. But I don't think I know this, and I definitely shouldn't. I apologize. What is the first match you remember watching? Or if you don't remember... 
what drew you into the spectacle known as sports entertainment? Uh, I think it was the rebelliousness of youth because my parents, I love them. They hate wrestling. They're like, it's fake. You, you don't want to watch this. Oh, au contraire. I, I believe I do want to watch this. It's people fighting, but they aren't actually getting hurt. Sweet. That, that makes me happy. They're not getting hurt unless something goes wrong. And ouch, in that case. But it's a fight, which I think UFC is very popular because people love to see fighting. Mm-hmm. I enjoy the storytelling of fighting that wrestling allows, but I don't so actually much. like people trying to hurt each other. So yeah. if you tell me that this fight, it looks cool and it's a fight, but actually, no, it's not a fight. They're secretly working together to put on a good story. Oh, perfect. They're working together. I love that. And I think first match that I can remember is probably something with John Cena, if I'm being honest. Because Yeah, I think I was about eight the first time I started watching wrestling. So memories of particular matches are iffy uh, Armageddon 2006 Wrestlemania 22 uh, Royal Rumble 2010 those three uh, DVDs I had of those events Hello. and yeah oh and questionably enough just because it was wrestling my parents would give me ECW like proper ECW not WWE ECW so there was a lot of things that probably shouldn't be a single digit kid watching but Yep. Extreme Weird. Championship Wrestling. Ugh. As Will opens the Google uh, search bar, he's like, ECW Wrestling. I actually was like, huh? <laughs> Sorry? I'm not aware. As though I, I, I don't know if you saw it, like, probably saw my glasses, a flash yeah. of, like, a new tab opening. <laughs> uh, yeah, what happened in ECW in the 90s loses Will to the ECW lore. Um, would uh, you new ever Jack. consider... New Jack is new actually Jack. the one... The dark Mass side of the ring incident. episode. Exactly. Yeah, the, that's what I mean, Will. Wrestling encyclopedia. <laughs> oh, boy. So, essentially, the brief summary is a, a very stocky 16-year-old wanted to be a pro wrestler very badly, so he lied about how old he was, and he said that he had been trained, and he went into a match with New Jack, who is, air, well, air quotes, a professional wrestler who gets involved with hardcore matches and he showed up to wrestle and he thought he was going into the ring with another professional throughout the course of the match he realized oh this is just some fat kid i'm going to teach him a lesson for lying about his age and he proceeded to stab him in the head quite a few times and he was his and blood had to be taken out by paramedics and rightfully got sued mass transit was the like wrestler name of the kid and that Poor guy did not. Yeah, well, he's he's alive, but he got serious brain damage from that. So, yeah. Oh boy, a rabbit hole. Uh, it's wrestlers like New Jack that don't make you appreciate the sport. It kind of pushes you away. But then you get like a five star program. Honestly, I don't know if people agree with me. Edge and Seth Rollins finally getting that dream match rivalry that I've always wanted. I thought that was one of the best rivalries of all time. But going from the Hall of Famer Edge to the Hall of Famer voice acting, enigmatic entity, would you ever consider lacing up the boots yourself and stepping into the squared circle? Uh, 
on the caveat that I was a manager or a commentator, and it was to further the storyline of there's a bad guy or maybe a good guy that I've been chip talking and they want their comeuppance or a bad guy wants to get people to dislike him so he beats up the poor, helpless, defenseless, short, skinny guy. So I'd be happy to take bumps for the purpose of furthering a storyline and just being able to be thrown around because quite often in wrestling you'll see people planted in the crowd that a wrestler will get thrown on top of and it's, oh my god, they've been thrown into the crowd, they wiped out our crowd, oh my god. And then you look and it's heavily muscled, tattooed dudes with not natural <laughs> hair colour. It's very obvious that they've just gotten the local wrestlers to sit in the crowd so they can safely catch the guy. We need more people that don't look like wrestlers to be able to do a bit of wrestling so that you can pretend that Santino Morello is a great example. He was supposedly just a random fan in an Italy show of Raw and he got chosen to answer an Intercontinental Championship Open Challenge against Umaga and Bobby Lashley comes in, spares Umaga, but this very clearly muscled dude who is definitely a wrestler but is in the crowd, gets pulled out of the crowd as a fan. We need someone that actually looks like they're just a fan and not a wrestler so that when they get beaten up, it's convincing. I uh, I think you and I would fit the description very well. Um, um, for someone that really enjoys wrestling myself, like if I'm ever asked, like, oh, when are you going to get in the ring? And I say, oh, you uh, you know, yesterday or uh, the eighth <laughs> day of the week, because I uh, I don't ever see that on my uh, on my agenda in the future. That looks like it hurts. Um, oh, yeah, aside from the pain, it's a lot of dedication and effort to yeah. get into the condition to be a decent wrestler bringing it back to fti as we start to wrap things up as i mentioned earlier words cannot describe how much i value and consider you like a brother to me you mean so much to the fti community you mean so much to everybody who has ever heard your voice and has had the opportunity to check out a newsletter or anything you're a part of uh you've had fti's back since your first narration as i mentioned you've pulled me out of so many 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 dark times and motivated me to continue going. Entity, you are truly one of a kind. But the question I want to ask you, and honestly, this may be the toughest question of all, what does FTI mean to you in the sense of what is it about the community and the crew that you give your full commitment to? I mean, the very embodiment of FTI to me is we're here to promote others and help uplift them as they exceed and experiment and just trial by error and express their creativity and show off their amazing skills and I, I just particularly now whilst we were talking scrolled down to the very beginning of the FDI page and I see two very consistent names that have been with us since the beginning of Emerson and Shoop and they're amazing artists they didn't have to not, they didn't have to bank on FDI being a part of their lives they trusted us to help with spreading their amazing work and their creativity and the trust they've given us, we give back to the community and go, that's an amazing project that you're starting to work on. This is an experimental project you're starting on that you're not sure if it will go great, but you want to give it a go. Sweet. We're here to enable the opportunity for you to give it a go and 
give it you a college try. My brain is bad at analogies. This is why I usually write down a script for newsletters. <laughs> and we're lucky to be in a position we are to help share so many creative visions that people trust with us to put out into the world and vice versa. I think that everything you said there about creators trusting us with their with their vision, with their pro with their project, sorry. Just everything about a creator interacting with FTI and seeing us as more of a family platform for creators instead of a promotion platform truly stands out. It will stand at the test of time. From 155 newsletters to 155 more, from the three-year anniversary to the 10-year anniversary when I'm still typing in all caps, I'm so sorry I didn't get this newsletter to you in time. Entity, thank you so much for everything you have done. I, uh, I cannot wait to see what the future holds for us, especially seeing you in person is on my bucket list for the next two years. I really think if we were able to kind of gather everybody in Chicago uh, to see like Artie, Geek, Eero, Will, we Ben, we just get everybody in one central location, that would be a fucking experience. And to wrap all this up with the cherry on top, Entity, when you're not narrating voice newsletters, where can the FTI community find you? Uh, they can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the underscore E underscore Entity. And conveniently on Twitch, if and when I'm not too lazy to stream at twitch.tv forward slash animatic underscore Entity, which is nice and handy. And of course, you can find us in the FTI Discord. Make sure to check the link tree to find a link to the Discord because... That's one of the best ways to stay in contact with at least me. I know Matt's great at doing the social media things, so he can be found on all of the usuals, but me, I'm a Discord boy. And why wouldn't you want to join the FTI Community Discord when you have a consistent every single Friday showtime posting the Friday gift from Rebecca yes. Black's Friday? Oh, yeah. So you heard <laughs> Entity. Hit that link in the description. Join the FTI Community Discord. And while you click that link tree, why don't you pick yourself up some FTI third anniversary merchandise? It features many, 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 many creators' names on it, such as Entity, such as Will, such as Wednesday, Bracius, Nintendo Cisco. It features Mega Matt. It features Joe Ash. It features Kiero Tacos, Bracius, Jedi Joker, Geek, Eero, Artie, Grayson. It features so many people. So you heard me. You heard them. Go pick it up today. And with that FTI community, thank you for tuning into the sixth session of the In Your Studio podcast, an entity just like you end every every single newsletter. What do we have to say? Thanks again to all the FTI host family crew. Most importantly, Matt World. I've been doing great on the In Your Studio podcast. Make sure to use code FTI free year to get 15% off of your FTI third year anniversary merch or Good Morning FTI community merch. Don't forget to call us, have a great day, and to contact us if you wish to be featured.